855-351-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. What was your experience like here in Austin on the field of DKR and then also in the stadium watching the game itself? Could you sense a sort of animosity from the Longhorn fan base as you were walking around and maneuvering your way through the uh, the Texas campus? All, all I could say is I, I was having fun. I was speaking to the crowd. Uh, you know, I, I treat everyone fairly. I, I love all of our members. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Texas. You know, they're... they're They've had a great season, a fantastic season. Um, they're going to the SEC. It's something they wanted to do, and, and I'm excited for them. But I'm, at the same time, I'm excited for the future of the Big 12. I imagine he was getting the business down there, don't you think? Oh, yeah. And that's our buddy Trey Yelling, Texas Sports Unfiltered, who did a one-on-one interview with Brett Yormark, and he pushed him on it. It, it was good. I I'd encourage people to go back and go listen to Texas Sports Unfiltered. Um, you can go back and archive their their daily shows on YouTube. And he was like, do you regret that at all? Here's what Texas fans thought about this. I mean, there were a lot of questions about that moment. And Trey was saying that Texas players were very open about how it pissed them off. And they played that throughout the week and was a reason why they beat Tech by 50. But that was, that was interesting. I just thought I'd share that from today. Did, did he ask him – anything about um how oklahoma and texas were not the officiating no were, the, uh. were la- like 12 and 13 for <laughs> a, or uh excuse me was it 13 yeah. and 14 for opponents penalties but i'm sitting there like well if if uh if he wants to come on our show commission wants to come on our show that'd be the first question we first ask. first question hey man uh okay we'll get back to that at some point but uh breaking portal news this is going to be the case for several weeks i'm sure until it closes in january tawi walker the latest to enter the the transfer portal and very odd timing mm. you were saying that players might hop in the portal just to see what they can get because of how much people are getting paid i don't think that that's necessarily what tawi is doing I think he would have a role on next year's team, but might there be an opportunity elsewhere where he could be the feature running back? Potentially. I We'll, we'll keep an eye on Tommy Walker to see what he decides here. Well, I, I think he can definitely be a starting running back at a bunch of places. Um, you know, I, I don't know exactly. I, mean, I, I don't, I would, I would probably say like your top 10 to 15 will probably be out of the running. But outside of that, I mean, I think he serves a a really good purpose and is obviously a great downhill running back. He'll, he'll pick up somewhere for sure. You know, there's a lot of guys. So you would say your initial thought is he's in the portal and he's going to find a better opportunity for himself. And he's, he's somewhere else next year. That's my initial guess. Um, Or good point by Slim Brady. Maybe the dude just wants a scholarship. Yeah, seriously. Well, there you go. I'd like to have him back on the team next year, just because, you know, I, I don't want him as the lead feature running back, but would I, I, do I think that there could be a role for him next year in a perfect world? Yeah, I, I think so, in short yardage, goal line situations. But I'm kind of with you, man. If the scholarship's not going to happen, then he's definitely going to go play elsewhere and go get his school paid for. Yeah. Go make some money as well. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, interesting. It's, I don't know. And I guess considering what the rumor was throughout the season or. um, I I mean, he's your number two running back the way things sit right now. Yeah, but after the after the game where he didn't make the trip, how many carries did he have? No, not not. I mean, I could go Just back a handful, and, right? Yeah, not not a whole. I mean, it really was the the Gavin Sawchuck show. Yeah. And it was like when he needed a breather. That's when Tawie Walker would you know maybe get a carry or two, but it just it, it didn't feel like it was nearly as much as it was. Because remember the Kansas game? That was Tawie Walker's best game and probably the best game of his career. Like, mm-hmm. as recently as the Kansas game, it felt like he was the best option. He was the best option at running back that they had. And I do think it was true at the time. But as soon as Gavin Sawchuck emerged, it was Tawi Walker kind of fell back to the pack quite a bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, Tawi had five carries for 29 yards and a touchdown against TCU. Just five carries last Friday. There you go. Um and, you know, I know he was banged up and just had a, a handful of carries in the Oklahoma State game. And, yeah, I, I guess the, just not not surprising whenever you just kind of go back and take stock of how the season went for him, you know, um, in, in some of the situations we saw. But I, I don't know. I think whether he, he stayed or hit the portal, I expected – uh, running back to be one of the key positions that we target and in the that, portal. Well, and that was kind of a topic I was going to bring up here. In terms of watching who's outbound from, from OU in the portal, which position groups were going to be the most interesting to watch, I think running back to me was was probably number one. Um, I, I don't know before where I would have put Tawi Walker in that discussion. Probably pretty heavily dependent on if they wanted to give him the scholarship or not. Mm-hmm. But I think we're all looking at Javante Barnes right now to see what his move is for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we just – we need uh, – Barnes needs to get healthy and and try and find whatever it was that he had, the spark that he had last year because he was way more carefree, way more explosive and just looked – totally different running the football than he had has this year. Cherokee Sooner says, sounds like Tawee, wee, wee, needs a new home. Mm-hmm. Okie Tom says, Tawee's suspension put him behind the eight ball. That that's kind of did feel like it changed his season a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. That that suspension? Yeah. Got suspended for a game and the game that he didn't travel for, the the one that you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that, that changed things. That That's what the – that's where things started to get – Kind of weird, but Sarks Vodka says, "I bet we don't take a single running back in the portal." I think yeah. that they're going to take. I, I I feel like they'll take a running back in the portal, at least one. Probably, maybe the Wait, number is just one. So we Sark says we, he doesn't he didn't think that they take a running back in the portal this off season. I hope that they do. I hope that that's wrong. Oh yeah, I, I wonder. I'm curious to see what that why that's. Uh, his his position, I mean, I know Sawchuck got better late in the year, but I mean, I just go to the TCU game. It, to me, it's it was it's clear in the TCU game, even even TCU who who was what a middle of the road Big Twelve team this year, 
I mean, right. they didn't make a bowl game. If if that, they're middle of the road. They were, they were much more explosive at running back than we were. Just looks different, you know. And I, whenever you start to, whenever you talk about the SEC, I'm not nearly as familiar with the backs in that conference. But you know, there's going to be really good players there. LSU almost always has a dude that's a downhill runner. Bama's going to have will. multiple. Texas will. Georgia clearly will. Um, Tennessee, I mean, it, that, that's a running back league. Arkansas not a good team. And, and Rocket Sanders was beat up a lot this year. But teams like Arkansas, man, they got dudes at running back. We, we cannot be – like this year, we were able to still put together a 10-win a, a season being, I don't know, why probably at best – Middle of the road at running back. In the conference? In the conference. Sure. In the Big 12. You, it ain't going to look the same. Like, we ain't going to have a 10-win season in the SEC if we are only middle of the road at running it's back. It's not a fun argument to have, but I think a point could be made that, you know, last year you had Eric Gray, and you were in a better spot last year than you were this year at running back all the way through. Mm-hmm. This has been probably the least impressive year for uh, OU running backs that we've seen in recent memory. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, that's not it's not yes. where you, it's not where you want to be. Yeah. I it totally true. Um I would say maybe okay, Eric Gray last year was really good. The year before that was he was not very he was not really good. Correct. So I mean, maybe that year you could throw that in there, but outside of that, yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, and Sawchuck really saved him this year. And again, Tawi Walker did some nice things for sure. But yeah, in case you didn't hear, you're just now tuning in. Uh, we're talking about Tawi Walker because he has entered himself into the transfer portal. I believe mm-hmm. that's four OU players now. And we'll see more over the weekend. We'll see more early next week when the uh, transfer portal officially opens. But yeah, I'm, and and all the other names mentioned before, and I don't think anyone means any disrespect by it necessarily. Um, like you, you're hoping that DJ Graham finds a spot and has a nice career somewhere else. Same thing with Jason Llewellyn. But this was the first portal entry that I've seen the text line say, "Ooh, this one kind of hurts." I don't, yeah. I, I don't love this one. Why wasn't he given a scholarship? Would there be a plan to to give him one? I, I was surprised he wasn't on scholarship. Y- yeah. And, and maybe there is a plan to give him one at the end of this year, potentially. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe OU will go back to him and say, all right, uh, let's, let's make sure that you're on scholarship for next year. But it's the first portal entry I've seen where fans are, ugh, dang, that one, yeah, that one hurts a bit. Well, it's, it's probably – they probably didn't expect him to be as big of a factor as he ended up being, Oh, right? for sure. I mean – Even when he was listed as a co-starter – on the first game of the year, it was, okay, yeah, but Barnes and Sawchuck will eventually be carrying this team, and that duo just, it, that never happened this season. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the Big 12, there were five running backs that averaged over 100 yards a game. Kansas had one, UCF had one, Texas, Texas Tech, and obviously Oklahoma State. Dude, Ollie Gordon in Big 12 games, in the nine Big 12 games, averaged 163. That's why I won Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, Woo. dude. Um, I, we are all the way down at 12th 
in the conference, and that's Sawchuck, who averaged 64, just under 65 yards a game, 12th. I mean, and you can go off of whatever metric you want. Um, you know, I, I don't know which, what is the best or, or whatever, but we, we have to be – and I expect Salchuk to be better next year than he was this year, but I don't know how much you can bank on that. It's like, well, and, and that's the point that I would say back to Sooner Shane and Springfield. It says, Sawchuck, Barnes, Hicks, Smothers, Tatum, if no one transfers out besides Walker, why would they need a running back? And it's just kind of that point, like, okay, there's a lot of names that you're talking about there that are back. So numbers-wise, maybe they're okay. But they need someone who's a down-in, down-out problem. And they just didn't have that consistently this year. Well, okay, here's the thing. Sawchuck next year may be the guy you're talking about. Down-in, down-out beast. Barnes, healthy, get right. He may be that guy. Hicks may be, Smothers may be, Tatum coming in may be. But we don't know. Like you're, you're, it's kind of a, a – you can't afford to not have a guy. And maybe they don't get the opportunity for someone. Like They're not just going to take anybody. It's not a numbers situation. Um, but they need, they need an elite back. And right now, I – I mean, we don't have one on roster. You, some of those guys have the ability to maybe grow into an elite back, but if you if you can get an elite back on roster through the transfer portal, they have to. Have to, man. Have to. Have to. Uh, these still make me laugh, by the way, even though it happened way back on Friday. What do you mean? Losing our best receiver, DJ Graham, is a huge loss. It's signed by <laughs> Tim Brando there. Still Appreciate funny. It, Tim. I think Tim Brando jokes uh, will 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 work in the off season as well. Oh, that's funny. It's very good. Good stuff. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. Talking sooner football is what we do. This is the ref. Mike Steely here for Cavens Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Havens is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Havens is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cavens Group today, 405-573-3048, or go online to cavensgroup.com. Sooner fans, get 2024 ready and secure your Oklahoma football season tickets today. You will not want to miss marquee matchups with Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, and more. Seats are selling extremely fast, and season tickets are the only way to secure the best seats remaining. At the Palace on the Prairie, visit Soonersports.com slash 24FBTickets to learn more, browse seats, explore payment plans, and secure your tickets today. Holiday sales are coming up, and once again, smart home devices are at the top of everyone's list. Make sure you have fast, reliable internet service that enhances your smart home experience with OEC Fiber. Whether it's our Fiber Home 100 plan or our Fiber Home Gig plan, we can bring your smart home experience to the next level. Plus, if you're an OEC Electric member, you may qualify for rebates for smart home devices like programmable thermostats. Check out all the money-saving potential at oecfiber.com smarthome. 
Center fans, Coach Switzer here for Swiftco Construction and Roofing. I have trusted Brent Swift and his team at Swiftco for many of my house projects over the years, including two roofs and one whole house remodel. Whether it's residential roofing, commercial or residential construction, or home remodeling, Swiftco is your one-stop shop. Swiftco Roofing and Construction is Coach Switzer approved. Call 405-364-3002 or visit BrentSwift.com. Boomer Sooner. Planning the holiday gathering at school, the office, or for your friends and family? Call the 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A in Norman at 405-310-3189 and let us prepare your holiday spread. You'll be the favorite guest when you bring a Chick-fil-A nugget tray, sandwiches, or mac and cheese. It would be our pleasure to serve you whether dining in, carrying out, catering, or delivering delightfulness to your front door. We have plenty to offer this holiday season, including the chicken tortilla soup or the peppermint chip milkshake. Call 405-310-3189 and remember, eat more chicken. Here's Heather with the weather. Well, it's beautiful out there, sunny and 75, almost a little chilly in the shade. Now, let's get a read on the inside of your car. It is hot. You've only been parked a short time and it's already 99 degrees in there. Let's not leave children in the back seat while running errands. It only takes a few minutes for their body temperatures to rise, and that could be fatal. Cars get hot fast and can be deadly. Never leave a child in a car. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Win the most three times a week during Apache Casino Hotel slot tournament days. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Rewards members receive one free session in our slot tournament. Want another round in the tournament? Earn 200 slot points daily each tournament day to play an extra tournament session. Apache Casino Hotel, where you win the most. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, in case you missed it, Tallwee Walker uh, entered his name in the transfer portal. He announced that about 20 minutes ago, and Hayes Fawcett is a guy that makes the edits. He made an edit for uh, Tallwee Walker, announced it. He said an hour ago before Tallwee even hopped in the portal, and not that he's one of the major names in college football, but we have seen major names in college football already in the portal, and Hayes says the transfer portal is absolutely insane. If you think what we've seen so far is crazy, just wait a couple of days. And that was earlier today, a little more than an hour ago. Hmm. And we've seen a lot of quarterbacks already in the portal, including Dante Moore at UCLA, who is a five-star in, uh, what, the 2023 class. He's going to get paid somewhere by somebody. Now, he's not going to be on our radar, but I think we will definitely be trying to take a quarterback in the transfer portal. 100%. One hundred percent. Yep. Because I is there a chance that Hawkins is a dude and ready to roll right away as a backup? Yeah, there's a chance of that. But you don't know. It's a roll of the dice. And like we saw in twenty twenty two, 
that's not a position that you want to be in again. So I imagine they're going to be proactive and try and get another quarterback on the roster. And maybe 2022 is still the example because you had to go to the Cotton Bowl um, without Dylan Gabriel, and that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. But if you want to use that example, I don't think you have to necessarily go as far back as 2022. You can go as far back as Provo, Utah a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. When your true freshman quarterback had to play the entirety of the second half. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what might that look like next year if, I don't know, you're at Auburn, you're at LSU, hell, you're playing Alabama at home, and then that's the case all of a sudden. You'd like to have you'd like to have someone that's maybe played some football in that conference, too. You know, I, sure. Um, that's maybe been to some of Jayden those Jaden Daniels for backup yeah. quarterback at OU after there he wins go. the Heisman a week from Saturday. That'd be great. Cherokee Ewers here. after he gets beat out by Arch. Well, his girlfriend's already here, so I guess that works out, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. Whose girlfriend? Ewers? Don't tell me you're just now. His girlfriend goes to Oklahoma? Well, I don't know if they're still together, but he – I think they're still together. Yeah, he had, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's been known huh. for a while. Okay, I didn't know that. Teddy's not on the dating scene in the conference. That's going to have to change. I'm He's going to be SEC ready. We should have used that the, to our advantage. you got to know who the Georgia quarterback's dating or, and all that. I'm sure that's a thing out there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that sounds like that. Would I think be a he thing may there. be going to the league. Uh, Georgia's quarterback, really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, dude. His Carson the, Beck. The year he's had has been awesome. Uh, Cherokee Sooner says, "Do you see what you've done?" And send us a photo of the official announcement, or they just put program guys. Yeah. With Joe John and Seth Luttrell today. Nice program guys is what OU football tweeted out, That's and right. it looks like both the photos that they attached. Maybe they got a uh, they got a chaw hen, <laughs> Joe yeah. John and Seth Latrell. So maybe tomorrow we can do the entire show with a with a dip in. <sighs> you might have to do the pouches, but man, I haven't tried that since sophomore year of college, and it, I, it, it didn't go well. I can tell you the one and only time that <laughs> I tried it, and I got to tell you, my my whole thought process was. I cannot believe there is a single person walking the planet that yep. did that again. Well, and the it, <laughs> and the biggest rookie mistake of all, I think you and I made the same mistake. And this is how it normally happens. My, mine was sophomore year of college. I think maybe yours was in high school. Yeah. Trying it for the first time on the back of a moving bus. Yes. Worst idea ever. After a football Worst game. Worst idea ever. It was so bad. Uh, I was curled in a ball on the bus uh, seat the entire way back. Could not, like, I could barely make it out of the bus and over to my mom's car who picked me up at the locker room after the game. <laughs> and I think she knew, she probably knew what was going on, but I was like, I just got to lay down. <laughs> Peyton says Latrell seems like the type of guy to actually say program. Oh, he's still got the he's still got the scogie in him. Probably, probably. Joe John is far more likely. Uh, that that Texas accent has not left Joe John at all. So that's good stuff. Did you you and uh, you and Latrell kind of grew up together, right? Well, didn't he or you have a dirt bike accident? Yeah, he wrecked my dirt bike one time. Mm. Uh, well, we did not grow up together, but, uh, I've known Seth for a really long time since I was probably in eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade. Um, 
same area. I played with it's funny I when I was a freshman played with Seth at OU and when I was a senior Joe John was a freshman so yeah. played with both of these guys it's pretty cool man yeah very and cool both uh hard-nosed as uh, football yeah. players and I I honestly think it's a great like match uh, I think what Seth is going to bring in the passing game and experience is going to be awesome I think what what Joe John I, having some influence over it as well, and obviously expert in the current offense that they've got. I just I think it's a really good match. Yeah, I just hope the uh, toughness they had as player like that's just translated to the offense. Offense has got a little bit more toughness to it, and the issues that the offense had last year those aren't those aren't here to stay, and those are corrected. And I'm well, sure that they they've identified those weaknesses, and that's going to be, you know emphasized yeah. throughout the offseason one of the things that has to have is like we've got to be better with some personnel stuff as well you know we we need to be better at running back we need to be better at tight end um you know I think we were I think we were good enough this year on the offensive line we could be better but I, I think our offensive line ended up being pretty salty um and we ended up. I think we ended up being pretty good at at wide receiver. I think we would have been really, really good at wide receiver had Andrell Anthony uh, been healthy the whole year. But yeah, I you know we we need some good personnel. We're gonna have to we have to figure something out at the tight end spot. Nine one eight. Do you think we could get Ollie Gordon? Ah, one huh. of the most popular questions we get when talking about the uh, the transfer portal. Crazy. I know that Mike Gundy um, four months ago was very reluctant <laughs> on the whole NIL thing, and well, that changed sometime shortly after the Iowa State and South Alabama losses. It feels like the tone changed. Uh, I got to imagine, regardless of what you know, how competitive they want to be in NIL. They'll do whatever it takes to keep Ollie Gordon on campus next year up yeah. there in Stillwater. Is he was he a sophomore? Just a sophomore. True sophomore? I believe a true sophomore, yes. Yeah. He's not draft eligible. Right. Yeah. Um They're gonna have to uh they're gonna have to go into that that big old fund, that NIL fund and whatever's in there. Maybe just give it all to him. It could be worth it. To. They may have to because uh, leading the country in rushing, he's he's going to be getting some offers out there. Nine one eight, you think OU would be interested in Rayleigh Brown, and I think that's a very interesting name when we talk about running backs and OU being active in the uh, in, in the portal. So Rayleigh Brown, uh, former top eighty overall player, and he was committed to OU. Muleshoe takes the USC job. Rayleigh Brown decommits and goes to USC, and he was there one year. And now he's in the portal. He announced that a couple of days ago. So with the way that the staff operates, would they totally not take someone or not pursue anyone that was once committed but then decommitted and left with the former coach? I don't, I don't think so. Like, if they were committed to this staff at one point, maybe that would be a thing. Um, I think there could potentially be some interest, for sure, in, in Ray Leak Brown coming out of USC. If you've identified him as a yeah. potential difference maker at running back. I, I, mean, I, possibly. I don't know. Is is he a Texas kid? Uh, he's a California, he California kid, I believe. Yeah, is he Matter Day? Uh, yeah. Now that you mention that, that sounds right. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't remember a lot about him. Did he play much for them this year? 
He played. Um, See, there. He, he just played a little bit. I don't. I mean, it was they had the Marshawn Lloyd guy from South Carolina who uh-huh. they got in the portal last year. I I think he ended up being their leading rusher, but it felt like he was their main dude at, at back this year. Raleigh Brown, yeah. he's listed as he's listed as a wide receiver. Well, he, he's a guy that can do yeah. kind of multiple but things if you need him. to. He had three three carries and three receptions on the year. Didn't play a whole lot for him, so. I don't know. I don't know if they're, you know, he's a, he seems like maybe he would be a change-up guy because he's really small and I'm sure incredibly fast. Check on that, yes. I'm sure they're going to be wanting a, someone that's big and physical and and can, you know, needs to be durable through what's going to be a tough physical season. I mean, how about just the names today? that have uh, entered in the transfer portal. Ashton Cozart, that may have been last night. He's a former OU commit last year. Ashton Cozart, wide receiver from Morgan, is now in the portal. DJU, going to be on, what, his third school? Yeah. Morgan State, losing its quarterback, head coach, and even its conference. Pretty tough for them after a good year. MJ Morris, quarterback of NC State. Bo Collins, wide receiver out of Clemson. He's a good player. Um, Now Tawie Walker is in the portal. Dante Moore, former five-star last year, is in the portal. It is um, – it's insane. And we thought the first year of all this was insane. It's getting crazier and crazier and crazier the deeper and deeper that we get into this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, again, if you listen to the coaches from across the country, at, you know, in different conferences and at different places – they are saying all pretty much saying the same thing. This year is going to be uh, chaos. So, you know, like the portal, it's not even. When does it officially open? Uh, Monday is when it officially opens. Yeah, Monday. It's not even officially open, and you're hearing all these these names already popping off. And um, judging by how it's gone in years past, it feels like. There, like, not everyone is just throws their name and then sees what yes. happens. It feels like there's a well. A great example of that was yesterday when Duke quarterback Riley Leonard, who you know would be one of the most highly sought after quarterbacks in the portal, but he enters in the portal several days or a few days before it officially opens, right? And the report along with the entrance into the portal is look for Notre Dame to be a likely destination. And even today, all these crystal balls are coming in for Riley Leonard to end up at Notre Dame. So you're right. It feels like the decisions were made, the conversations were had during the season, mm-hmm. and then the announcement is made with, well, my intentions are already to go to this place. Yeah. So Don't tampering know. does exist. Don't know how it's all going to go down. I know we'll be a player, hopefully – we don't have a purge from our own roster. And, uh, you know, another important factor for us, like what key contributors, I forget the portal, what key contributors that have a chance to perhaps jump to the National Football League are we able to convince to to hang around? But, I, look, like I, I view Tawie Walker not as a major loss. I'd like to have him back next year. I don't view him as a, as a major loss, but I just don't see OU – being hit severely hard by the portal in terms mm-hmm. of players that you want to have back for next year, yeah. right? Yep. I just I don't think that's going to be the case. Yep. I think w- when we're evaluating OU in February, late January, 
We'll be talking about them more, way more positively in the portal in what they did than on the negative side. Yeah. Fine with that? I think so. <laughs> Better be. Better be. Well, I hope if those things don't come true, we could be uh, we could be scrambling. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. At Bob Moore Nissan, we make sure you get the right vehicle at the right value based on what's right for you. Experience exceptional at Bob Moore Nissan. I-35 in Tecumseh or online at BobMooreNissan.com. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings, and with 64 TVs, beer, burgers, and wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the game. So bring the gang and join us this season at one of our 14 Oklahoma locations, including our newest location in Bixby. Hey, everybody. Josh Elmer here. Oklahoma high school basketball is back, and we have it covered on krefsports.tv. 22 seconds left. Willenborg up ahead. Showtime. Trayshawn Dunk. Catch your favorite team in action all winter long. You can also find us on our social media platforms across Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to stay caught up with weekly schedules and highlights. KRefSports.tv, your home for Oklahoma high school sports coverage. You might know that State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has great service. Cindy is your good neighbor after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Norman. So call State Farm agent Cindy Nasher at 405-307-0500 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. At Wade Electric, we care about our community. We care because we live, work, and raise our families here. We take pride in our work because not only is it a reflection of us, but it's a reflection of our community as well. Wade Electric has been serving Oklahoma since 1969. Whether it's a remodel or new construction, our qualified installers can help. Don't do it yourself. Leave it to the experts at Wade Electric. Call 405-329-1940 to speak with our trusted professionals. Dreaming of your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighborhood and let Signature Custom Pools help you create the perfect poolside paradise. Their professional design expertise can transport you into your own mystic falls, suburban sanctuary, or Mediterranean retreat. Settle into an endless vacation. Entertain your family, friends, and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. Are you looking for a luxury apartment for rent in Norman? The Falls at Brookhaven offers stunning two- and three-bedroom spacious floor plans with large walk-in closets, washer and dryer hookup, and a fabulous kitchen in a well-maintained, calm environment. From plush carpet to sleek stainless steel appliances to a pool, 24-hour fitness, and two dog parks, the Falls at Brookhaven has it all. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com for a free tour and see what living in luxury is like. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. 
Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Uh, RPG came through the belly of the aircraft. We don't talk about the female combat wounded. These are our daughters and our sisters and our mothers. Wounded Warrior Project came into my life and taught me how to stand back up and get back in the fight. The truth is I think we all have this strength inside of us, but until you're tested, you just don't know what's there. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Beth by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. What caught Teddy's eye brought to you by Yala Ghazni Law. If you've been hurt in a wreck and you don't know who to trust, take a look at the client reviews at Yala Ghazni Law. If you want a lawyer that clients trust, then trust Yala Ghazni Law. 405-800-8080. 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Store number one is. Um, Harbog is already being mentioned for a bunch of NFL mm. vacancies. What do you think? Do you think he ends up? Making the jump and heading to the National Football League with all the chaos that's kind of gone on this year there? I mean, but why? I mean, maybe, but if I was him, why would you? You've got a stranglehold on Ohio State right now. You got suspended like half the games this year, yet they still love you. They may rework the new contract. Like He's in a golden spot. I know he may want to get back to the NFL, and he's tired of dealing with college football. Why? You got to work like half the games this year and still got paid a ton. In a great spot. What's in, how many games was he actually on the sideline for? Well, he was suspended for the first three and then the last three of the regular season, correct? I think it was the first four, wasn't it? I don't know. I thought it was three. You it, may, it's, you may be right. it's six or seven. It's so crazy. At least half the. Can you imagine if games. you won a national championship and you uh, weren't on the field for six or seven it, games? It does feel like, though, if he were to go to the NFL, that it's a pretty easy move for them. I would think Sharon Moore is just the head coach. I think so. I, I, that would probably be uh, the first thing that they do, and you kind of have to wonder at some point if you're putting up all that money. It's like, okay, he. Maybe he set everything in place. To, do we need him? You know, I mean, I think the answer is yes, but you at least have to consider that. Yeah, what if he comes back and they lose to Iowa this week? They may just oh fire him there on the field. He may do it on purpose. You know, no telling what's going through his head. Now, I thought this was interesting. Stuart Mandel put out a tweet that had the most watched college football games mm-hmm. this season. And – it can't be. Is this right? Yeah. Uh, Ohio State-Michigan had 9 million more viewers than the next closest game. Yeah, 19.1 million watched that football game. Colorado-Oregon was next at 10 million. What I thought was crazy was OU-Texas wasn't on here. And that 11 a.m. slot, I, I feel like the, the only other good game that day was that LSU-Missouri game. Um, it was a great game between OU and Texas. Yeah, that's surprising that it didn't make the list at all, isn't it? But maybe that, maybe the profile of that, I think it's the best rivalry in college football. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But maybe the profile of that rivalry gets kicked up a notch, being an SEC game, potentially. I don't know. I just, I don't feel like this is correct. I feel like, I feel like we talked about the ratings of it and it was in the 9 million 
range, and this has like the last one was Tennessee Alabama eight million. So well, maybe everyone turned it off after Texas <laughs> kicked that go ahead field goal. Yeah, they missed I was a shocked great by game that. If they did, that's all I got. So this was fun today. I had a really good time looking down the list of the 2023 College Football Hall of Fame class inducted uh, on Tuesday. Now, no former OU players, which is crap. So many great former players that could be on this list, including yourself. But Eric Berry of Tennessee, Reggie Bush of USC, Dwight Freeney of Syracuse, LaMichael James of Oregon, Derek Johnson of Texas. They must not have watched his uh, OU film. Luke Keekley of Boston College, Jeremy Macklin of Mizzou. But there was one name on this list that I said, wow, that's the first. Like, I really got into college football in the late 90s. And this guy was the first player that I can remember saying, this dude is unbe-freaking-leavable. And it was Michael Bishop at Kansas State. He yeah. was up there at 97, 98. I remember watching him as a kid and saying, oh, my gosh, this dude is, is unreal. That was kind of my, one of my introductions to the sport. I, I bring that up to really get to the text line and say, who was the first-ever college football player? It could be OU. It could be non-OU. That you remember as a kid when you first started watching the sport and you said to yourself, that guy is unbelievable. And there were a, great, a lot of great players in the sport in the late 90s, like a Peter Warwick of Florida State that mm-hmm. I could have mentioned. But Michael Bishop was the first one that I can remember saying, wow, that guy's special. You know the first one I remember? Well, you started watching the sport in 1999-2000, so <laughs> Torrance Marshall. No, I caught a couple of games throughout, and – the one thing that stuck out to me was Charles Woodson. Oh, yeah. Striking the pose, oh, yeah. the, the Heisman pose and I'm all sure, of that. Like, how cool he was at oh, that time, man. I can't imagine. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I rem- like uh, Notre Dame obviously was on TV a bunch, so I remember some Notre Dame guys. And uh, I, Michigan, I, whenever I first started watching – football or that it was on and I noticed it and picked up anything from it was like Bianca Batuka was at yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michigan and I don't know there's so Tim there's a bunch Bianca of those Batuka. there's a bunch of names like that Running that back. stick out for me the Michigan starter jackets were very popular oh yeah uh, when I was a kid in yeah. the uh, in the late 90s Deion Sanders sports illustrated sports person of the year so I guess they conducted all their votes in September and <laughs> didn't watch the rest of the season yeah, that's – I don't know that if you polled anyone that he would get that response from anyone right now. <laughs> right? A, well, they finished 5-7 and seven this year. Heck of a start to the year, but the sports person of the year, Deion Sanders. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. That's, that's kind of interesting. Um, but uh, I didn't know this, that uh, Michael Bishop finished second to Ricky Williams in the Heisman voting. Well, would that have been in 1998, I guess? Yeah, yeah I guess so. How about that? Should have played for a national championship, Big 12 championship. The uh, PA came across that uh, UCLA beat Miami, or was it Miami beat UCLA? Uh, one or the other. And Kansas State was up two touchdowns, and they ended up blowing the lead. That's crazy. Missing out on the The Big game. 12 was first and second in the Heisman voting in 98. That's, that's pretty interesting. 7 p.m. tonight. At the McCaslin Fieldhouse is going to be cool. Students only game. OU and Arkansas Pine Bluff. OU a 27 and a half point favorite over Pine Bluff. That's interesting. Students only game. Kind of uh, like por- that. Por- I, I do like it. 
Porter's been pushing for it for a while. My initial thought was, well, there's some people that pay a decent amount of money for season tickets. How do they feel that it's a students-only game? One, it's the Pine Bluff game. Yeah, right? APB. This isn't the Providence game next week. And two, I, I, I hope and I think everyone acknowledges, all right, well, this is an effort to not shut out the fans, but to get the students maybe – a little bit more involved with the program. Yeah. So I, I think all around it's a it's a really cool deal. And I like that it's at McCaslin. Um, and I'm sure, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, but I'm sure are the sororities and fraternities doing stuff for it oh, to I'm gear sure. up for the game? Hopefully or, doing keg stands outside before they I, walk in. Well, maybe that's why it's students only, so they can do some of that stuff in uh, McCaslin. That'd be awesome. Uh, one more that I found today is uh, Mike Gundy's record against Texas since 2010. Ooh. Nine and four. Nine and four record against Texas since 2010. Oh Not bad. my. Wow. Since 2010? Is that what you said? OSU might have the edge at head coach and the edge at running back. That might be it, but at least they have a couple of here. Hell, I don't think our record is that good against Texas (laughs) during that span, is it? It may not be. It may not be. One more. uh, Saban's saying that Jace McClellan, their top running back, is, well, questionable for Saturday's game against Georgia. And there's some reports out there that Jace McClellan isn't going to play. Now, Georgia's got their injury concerns of their own, including Brock Bowers. But this could be two beat-up football teams heading in the SEC championship game this weekend. Yeah. I think that could be the best game of the entire weekend. I think it's going to be. Yeah. that's. I think I think they're all going to be good except for Michigan-Iowa. Yeah, I mean, that was going to be like 42 to nothing. Or 3 to nothing. Or 3 to nothing. How awesome would it be if – Harbaugh does not care if it's 42 nothing or 3 to nothing. I don't think he cares either way. The biggest flex of all time would be – to take the ball down, score a touchdown on the opening drive, and then just punt it back to Iowa every time you gain possession or of the ball. Or uh, do the water boy where they start taking a knee. Hey, yeah. I like my new offense. That would be the biggest flex of all time. Beat them 7-0, and everyone in the world knows <laughs> that the game was nowhere close. That's the one scenario where Georgia beats Alabama, but Michigan does that, and Michigan vaults to the number one seed oh, yeah. over Georgia in the playoff rankings. That's awesome. All right, quick timeout. We'll come back, rack, wrap up our number two next. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the... Our team wants to support you with the best care possible through clinical trials. No health insurance is required. Compensation is available for eligible study participants, and study care is provided at no cost. Having the chance to go through a trial and find out if something works for them and makes their life easier, I would recommend them do it. To learn more, scan this QR code and visit our website. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bring you the sour of the rush. Talking last segment about first players we remember in college football that made us say, whoa, that guy's really good. Yours was Tim Biakabatuka at Michigan. Mine was uh, mine was Michael Bishop there at Kansas State. Well, mine was really Charles Woodson. Okay, Charles Woodson. 918 says Bill Sims. Yeah. <laughs> I love they said Bill Sims. I mean, it's it's interesting, like there's there's like when someone tells you their favorite college football player. You almost always like you can almost 
say how old they are, right? Yeah, like, sure. Whenever you're kind of young and impressionable and kind of get your first entry into the sport, that first superstar player has a big kind of impact on what you think of the sport and how you remember it and view it. You'll love this from Joe from Hominy. He says, Andy Katzenmoyer from Ohio State and Datton in uh, from Texas A&M. Both dudes at oh linebacker. Gosh, Remember yeah. that in an A and M. He was good, and he, he played really in the uh, played in the NFL for a bit with the uh, with the Cowboys, Cowboys as well. Real, he was good in the league too until he had the neck injury. Here's the Boz. Mm-hmm. Here's Bo Jackson, mm. Tyrone Wheatley, Marcus Dupree says Brian and Cameron. I remember Tyrone Wheatley. Now, did he have like a nephew or something that was playing not too long ago somewhere? I don't. Did, did Wheatley play for the Raiders? Is that yes. where he played in the NFL? Yeah, yep. that's what I thought. I don't know if he had a nephew or not. Okay. Uh, Joe Washington says mm. Sooner Steve. Brad says, I saw Bob Hayes in the late 1960s and have never seen that kind of speed in football. Bob Hayes, what in the, if I remember correctly, and Brad on the text line probably remembers, I feel like Bob Hayes was close to breaking the world record 100 meters at the time when he was in high school. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> well, checks out then if uh, if yes. he's talking about the speed there. Right. Joe Washington. I want to go back to Joe Washington later on next hour. Got mm-hmm. something to say about that guy that I put out today on our KREF Sports account. Jeez. Oh, I didn't see that. I have to well, go back and check yeah, out. you need to. Gunny says, I remember Rashawn Salam. He was a dude yeah. at Colorado. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of Joe Washington's on here, which I, I absolutely love. Travion Smith, linebacker at yes. OU. You remember him, huh? He was the first guy I saw in person uh, at a college football game where I was like, who the hell is that guy? Like, He's different from everyone on the field. Panhandle Sooner, Cordell Stewart. Yeah. I definitely remember Cordell Stewart uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but yeah, he had the miracle at Michigan there, that, that long Hail Mary. He's at CU. Yeah, it's... It has to be the longest Hail Mary oh, in his. He threw the ball crazy, like almost man. 80 yards. That's it's nuts. insane. Steve Owens, Cedric Jones, Cedric Jones, Bob Hayes, he gold medaled in the 100. Mm-hmm. Damon Parker. Yeah. A lot, yeah. Of, a lot of OU names here, which I love. I, I like some of these um, other ones like Cordell Stewart and some, some of these other ones. Sebastian Janikowski says, Ellis <laughs> and BA. Did the Raiders spend a second round pick on him? They used like a first or first. second. First. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was first or second round pick. first. I think it was when Gruden was there, right? I saw one on there, uh, Rocket Frazier. Ishmael. Like, oh, yeah. He was huge whenever I was a little kid. And I remember him with the Cowboys when he was mm-hmm. uh, big time. But at Notre Dame, yeah, for, for sure. Uh, Tommy Frazier, Charlie Ward, who uh, oh, yeah. won a Heisman Trophy. Eric Crouch. Wow. Well, until he came to Norman in 2000 that day. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think, you know. Maurice Claret. The Big 12 won the Heisman in 98. 98, didn't in 99, should have in 2000, did in 2001, 2003, should have in 2004. Two finalists in 2004. Should have it in 2005. No, they didn't win it. Oh, that's, Vince, that's right. He didn't yeah, win it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leinert and Reggie Bush were back-to-back in 04 and 05, but you won it again in 2008. Yeah. That was quite the stretch there of uh, 
of football players in the Big 12. Well, that's The Big 12 used to be the best conference, man, during that time. And I don't even know. I, before Ricky Williams, anyone else in the Big 12 win it before that? Did Frost didn't win it? Um, no, 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 he didn't yeah. win it. All right. Well, you had a Colorado. Uh, Colorado won it in the 90s. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking Heisman. Was that in the yeah, yeah, it was in the night. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Final hour is next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KR.